Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the BBS radio, and it's Meta Mondays with your host, Adina Bannock, or Ask Adina, or Adina Bannock. And today, I had a topic that I really wanted to talk about, but you know what? I got so many reading requests over the last, you know, 10 days that I felt I really wanted to devote the hour to doing that. And it might not be that exciting for some people to listen to. I'm hoping that in my answering, some of the answers will help everyone. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I also decided to do it because I'm setting up a hot July. And I think that we might be filled. And... I don't know that I'll have the time to do uh, some of the question and answers. So I have to get it all in now. And if if people have listened to me over any length of time, you know how much I miss you when I don't have you to myself. (laughs) It's so crazy, even though um, it's ridiculous. If I have a guest on, it's so much fun and I love it. But then like if I have two guests on, two rows in a week, by that third week, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been alone with my audience. I'm really like territorial and I get crazy. It's not territorial. It's just like, it's kind of like intimate. It's me and you. And I just feel like I can be me with you. But when I have a guest, I have to be at my best, you know, not that I'm not at my best with you, but you know what I'm saying. So without any further ado, I am going to start immediately because I think I typed out about, not typed, printed. I printed out about 15 questions. I do want to say, though, in July, um, what we're working on, um, the 18th of July, I have a man named Matthew Fallon, and he's he's a hypnotist, and he's also very into magic. But he's an accredited hypnotist, and and he's very serious about what he does. And he is going to hypnotize us for the first half hour. So before that week, I'm going to instruct everybody about what not to do and not to be driving and not to be doing using any heavy machinery. And if you have to be doing that, to listen to the podcast later. And we're going to go under an induction. And I figured that something kind of going on like this, like you have, we all have self-confidence and love ourselves, no matter what's going on around us, is, is something that we could all use. If you have any better ideas, write me at askadina at gmail. Or go onto my site at askadina.com and in that little box there's a box that you can write me my questions in or testimonials in or suggestions in you can put it in there and maybe that will be something if a lot of people want a certain kind of thing and so we're going to do that that's pretty exciting and I am also speaking with a couple who's written a wonderful book and their book is called Ego Spiritualism Awakening to Your Divine Human Self, and it's Nicholas Martin and Linda M. Martin, both doctors. I'm also speaking to someone called Claire Candy Hugh, 
I think that's you have, how you pronounce her name. And let me tell you, I think I brought her up last week. Um, she has just an amazing story. And um, I might need two weeks for her. I don't know. <laughs> and there's someone else, Coach K, that I'm in contact with, who has a very dynamic kind of program that she's put together that I kind of, and I've, I've done it all, guys. I've really done it all. And when I just like listening to her and hearing, watching what she wrote, I was even like, hmm, what is this? So I'm going to learn with you, with her. And hmm, what else am I working on? I know there's something, oh, yes. I have two people in mind for an astrologist to come on. Astrology is so important. And I have two people who are excellent. One of them, if I could get this person on, I will be, I, I, can, I can retire this and say I've done my job. Because she was the person who created Astronet. Astronet was the place that I started at um, how many years? 17 years ago. And she was amazing. She's an amazing astrologer. As a matter of fact, the best reading I ever had came from an astrologer, and it was her. So uh, if I could get her on, it would be amazing. If not, I have a close, a close second who I have found who's amazing, and I've plastered her all over my wall. So we have that. So we're going to be pretty busy. And so, I, if, by the way, if you want to call in, please do. You can call in to, hold on just a minute, our toll-free number. It's 888-627-6008. And I, we will be very happy to take your calls. So... Even though I'm, you know, doing them by email, please call in. Call in about a free reading or anything you want. It's absolutely fine with me. And I'm going to start with my first reading. I just want to see one thing. I'm just trying to get my, okay, I'm trying to get my screen the way I wanted it to be, but it's not working. Um, I'm going to in a second. All right, I don't need to then. I thought I needed to, but I don't. Okay, so um, we are going to start with the first one I typed out, which is, okay, R. R wants to know, Adina, my partner and I have been together since I was 15. I'm now going on 21 years old. All we want to know is is if we will ever get the chance to create our own little family in the lifetime together. And she wrote, hear from you soonish. <laughs> now, I know that I had written her back and asked her to give me that person's name. Um, I'm not seeing it here. I thought that I would have written it down if I had gotten it back, but I guess I didn't. Okay, so what I am going to do 
is try to do it without Rebecca's partner's name. And I can, but it's so much easier to do it with a name. Okay. All right, R. Let's go see. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you. All right. Keep going. <clears throat> Thank you. That's good. But, uh-huh. Hmm. So far, I see tremendous karma here. And um, when I say that, I mean that I wish, you know what? I wish I was an astrologer because I know that a lot of what I see correlates with astrology and how your charts would be. And if I could do both, oh my God, it would be amazing. But anyway, so what I'm getting is that you're both thinking marriage. You're both thinking that you want that traditional kind of family. I'm getting that there are lifestyle differences that you have to work out between you. But I feel that um, one of you, and R, I don't know if it's you, but one of you feels that they are confident, they are, they're going to make this happen. I also feel that there's a tremendous amount of now, I'm going to say imagination, and I'm going to say a lot of fantasy involved. That does not mean at all that this is a fantasy relationship. Quite the opposite. What I do feel is that you're spending a lot of time thinking about how it will be. And that's really nice, and I'll tell you why. The more time you spend drawing that um, energy to you and thinking about how lovely it will be, the better and the faster it will come. What I do want to say is that there's an issue here with not feeling strong enough. There's also an issue here where one or both of you are afraid of you breaking up, afraid of being torn apart, afraid of, afraid of, of either saying or promising you'll do something that will never get done. And that is a scary thing. So I also do get, by the way, that either one of you go to the other for, for wisdom or you both are highly spiritual. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay. All right. Interesting. I feel that your partner tends to, I want to say, I don't want to say that this person lies because I, I can't, it's not lying. <laughs> it's it's not lying. It's just not telling you his feelings. And that's not lying. Um, 
I, I want to say that when it comes to romantic relationships, right now, at this point, I feel that he he's in a place where he just needs some space, some recovery. And I'm I and I did see that at the heart of it one of the the biggest issue is moving away from a very difficult time that one or both of you have had. So I know that he's recovering from something. He feels that he didn't accomplish something he wanted very much. And he feels, or you feel, or both of you feel, that you were both hurt. I also do see monetary issues. Okay. And my end outcome I can't tell you that you are going to have a family, but I will tell you this. You're going to fight for one, and what I see as an end result, at least for the, the next phase of your lives together, both of you will have a renewal and a new start of faith and love together. My answer is you are going to have that, that new beginning together, okay? So there's, so there's way too much here that there, there's no way this is just ending at all. So are, you are going to have a new beginning with him, okay? Good. I hope you're listening. All right. So that was our... And she said she was nervous. Oh, I'm glad that I gave you that reading because don't be nervous. Okay. MT has a question. And MT says, I have spent the last 20 years as a healer in the counseling field. I would like to start becoming a healer using the tarot cards. Will this be a good way for me to transition to a different type of healing? Okay, that's interesting. Okay, okay, M, you want to go from the counseling field as a healer to healing with the tarot cards. Okay. I'm going to ask that question. Although it's confusing to me, and it's confusing to me because... Well, you know what? There, there are actually, um, who was I? It's been a, a long conversation. But when I first started doing this and, you know, I was talking to peers who were doing this, we all felt that we did the work of counselors in three quarters of the time. And I, I really still believe that. I do. However, um, you have to be really good at what you do and you have to have a lot of years doing it, I believe, and you need to, you, however, wouldn't need it because you have that background. 
I think that's true. Yeah. So that's possible. Let's go see. Okay. All right. MT. Um, MT wants to use her healing gifts and take her counseling gifts, becoming a healer, an emotional healer, I'm sure, using the tarot cards. How would that work? Would she be happy? How would that work in all ways for her? I'm assuming it's a her. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> the first thing I get is that you have, again, someone else been, been really thinking about your options. You've been feeling wonderful about all the things you can do, and that's wonderful. I also get you, you're dedicated. You, if you decide to do this, you are ready to study, go to work, do it. Um, that's wonderful. I get you thinking that Something that you had worried about, you no longer worry about. And that is kind of at the heart of this, which is good to see. And what you had worried about was that you wouldn't be good at it or you, you, you wouldn't be good at it or you wouldn't get recognition for it. But you're not worried about that now. That's good. I'm getting that. Um, one of the things I do see is that you have a lot of responsibility on you and that you carry a lot and you don't delegate a lot of it. And you could, I believe you could delegate a lot of it. I think that there's something here about socializing that it's possible you feel that the tarot would give you more would be less isolation and that the tarot would be more social for you. I believe that's what you're telling me. And um, depending on where, how, and when, you could be very right. For me, it was very isolating. But for you, it doesn't have to be. I do want to tell you, if you decide to do this, wow, hold on just a second. Woohoo! Hold on. Hmm, I wonder what that is. Okay, listen to me. On one hand, if you do this, I get it happening quickly. I get you, um, sometimes things happen slowly, not in your case. They would go quickly. I also get that this would be an excellent financial start for you. I get that it would you would be in control. You would you would do well. There's something I want to warn you about and just hold on a moment. Because I want to know who and what this is. Okay. Let me see. Please tell me who this is for M. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Huh, interesting. <laughs> I get like that. I'm so funny. Um, okay, I think, I'm not positive, but I think it's another woman. 
and I don't know who she is. I get two men also involved here. Let me quickly tell you what I'm sort of feeling. I think that there might have been, you might have thought of going in as a partnership, with a, as a business, although that's not exactly what I'm getting. But I am getting a woman who is not on your side. Or she, and you know what? A lot of times when I do a reading on business, I'm going to get your emotional life as well. And that just happens. So let me just throw it all out there and you can say, oh, no, no, no. She means this. Okay. I get a woman who's kind of a thorn in your side and she will be. And you are going to feel betrayed. It has to do with either getting money from her or um, not getting enough time from her or what you need from her. Now, I also get that there are two men involved. One is a kind of cheerleader, always on your side. He is... Um, he wants to be in your life, but he wants to be in your life honestly. And um, he's, he's a monogamous type of person. The other one shuts down a lot. He is having a difficult time making a decision. And I think this man is also kind of destructive he comes he came into your life left quickly tossed it all up in the air so I have no idea whether they're all together in this business venture with you or if this woman is actually you being hurt over that guy and it does not ha have to do or it does have to do with this business and not being able to get the money that you thought you would get. That could very well be it. So hold on a second. Mm -hmm. All right. Show me, though. Uh-huh. What? Yes, I, I see that. I do. Okay. Money is the issue. What I do get is that you do have legal issues going on about it and you it will all end in your favor. So I'm pretty sure that this has to do with some kind of legal issue that's going on in your life that either has to do with this business or in another area of your life where you're having difficulty. And that area will work out well okay so no matter what you're feeling now and I know what you're feeling now it's not so good it's going to work out okay so yes do I see you um, doing this would it work out I think it would is it a good way it certainly looked like it would be a good way to me when I did the reading yes um, I don't know why you would want to leave counseling we didn't, you know, of course, discuss this. I'm just doing it from a, a two-sentence email. But I certainly see that once that was taken care of, the, the tarot card emotional healing would be a really nice new start for you. 
Okay, thanks for writing in MT, and I hope it all goes well. Okay, next one that I'm going to do is from K. Let's see. I have to get all these names. Let's see. Hmm. Okay. Kay asks, my fiancé recently left me for another woman. I wanted to know if he and I will get back together and have a long-lasting relationship again. His name is L, and her name is A. Um, I, I don't know if Kay is reading this or hearing this, I mean, because she thought I was going to write her back a free email and I explained that it was going to be on air and I told her where to go so we'll do it in case she is listening so I'm gonna do that and I'm going to take a look at K first I'm going to take a look at L what I want to know is how does L feel about a that's the first thing because if L is super happy with A, then, you know, okay, L. Oh, I know what I want to tell everybody. It what This is not even the question I want to say it, but I am going to say it. You know, when a psychic does a reading, there's a built-in privacy. At least there is for me. It's inherent in me. I and and in my guides and in the person's guides and uh, you think that we get everything and I think sometimes people think especially during pricing of readings people will think well what's it why do they make those prices they have the information they're just holding back for the money and that's so not true um, I'll tell you for me what it's really like I ask a question and I get that question and then I have to interpret it so I don't get the only time I ever get a complete picture and even then it's not complete is when I do mediumship and even then it's not complete during a mediumship reading I will get um, first they'll, they'll, prob they'll usually come in at their death and take me right with them and I'm in the throes of agony with them you know and then they'll move on and do something else but it but it's and it still goes in increments but especially in a psychic reading I ask the question they give me the narrow answer to the question I don't know what came before I don't know what comes ahead I only know what they give me now so that's why I don't give, otherwise I would just make one flat fee, literally, and just charge you that flat fee, because I'd be able to write everything you wanted to know about your one question, and that would be easy, but I can't. So, and that's, I like it that way. I don't want to know what I'm not supposed to know, and neither would you. And if somebody was reading me, neither would I 
So, and I have had certain readings, not a lot of them, but a few readings where I'm reading somebody and it's jumbled. It's jumbled. I can't, uh, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. None. And that's my signal to back off. That's my signal that says, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you don't belong here. And I back off. And I'll tell my client, you know what? We're not supposed to know. We're not supposed to know this. I can't get this person. I'm not supposed to know. I've had, I've had clients. I have, no, I have read for clients, someone they wanted me to read that has blocked them off. Definitely. And you can tell because when I go in, I feel the block is up and I'll say, you know, they've blocked you. You can't, you can't get in and I can't get in. So that happens all the time. So, um, it's just something I wanted to point out because I think people really do feel that it is the way it's portrayed on television and it is not. It's not portrayed that it's not that way at all. Mediumship is a different reading. Yes. And in mediumship, yes. I have to say that when I sit here, I get it all. I get a I get I can hear, I can see, I can feel, and I know. And there are times when it comes, it's a movie. It's a movie for me. And it's so indescribably real and unbelievably poignant and bittersweet. And I am so unprofessional that I put my head down on the desk and cry and sob. And I have to work on that. It's really something I need to work on. I can't get over the pain of the love and the the missing. And it, it just overwhelms me, which doesn't make me a, a professional medium because I'm, I'm working on it. Because I can't remain um, the way I can in psychic readings. I can be so professional in psychic readings, but when it comes to mediumship, I'll just start, you know, crying and my client will say, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. And I'm like, oh my God, this is supposed to be this way. So, um, yeah, I just needed to say that because it will come up in another question. Okay. So having said that, we're going to go back and answer this question. How does L feel about A? Okay, let's see. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I have the answer already. Oh my goodness. Who asked that question? Hold on a second. I have to oh, okay answered it. Guess what? I guarantee Kay already knows. When did she write this? Oh, I don't have the date on it. Darn. Okay, Kay. I don't know when you wrote this, but I bet you already know. I'm just going to double check. Because when I see L and A, it looks like it's done. So I'm going to go over to you. 
has, um, let's see, has L gone running back to, <laughs> I love the way I say that, <laughs> has he gone running back, has he gone, go, has he gone back with K? Mm-hmm, and, 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 okay, I see him thinking that um, you, because he left you, and he had that affair, that you might not be very happy, but I also get him reaching out, let's go see, uh-huh, yeah, he doesn't feel like there's too much hope. Oh, I wonder what you did. Let's see. Let's see what Kay did. Let's see what Kay feels. Kay, how do you feel about him right now? And one more. Okay, let's see. Uh-huh. Okay, she's cautious. She's cautious. Okay, but, okay, we got our answer. So here's what Kay is saying. Kay says that you're not forgiven. You're not off the hook. You made me feel like such a failure when you did that. And I'm taking care of me right now. And um, <laughs> I don't know that you're going to be able to control yourself, really. I'm willing to start over. Or she said that I've started over. And um, she said that she's saying that, look, I'm not going to forgive you totally. But if you want to kind of pursue me. And show me that you are you are here for me and only me, then we've got something to work with. So that's exactly what Kay has said. And as far as I know, give me a second. Oh, really? Okay. So now L is I don't know why he can't accept that. Let's see. Hold on. Uh-huh. So L expected you to be jumping. You know that. And you didn't jump. So he's now thinking that um, I, I can't, it's not going to get any better with her. Um, he's thinking that he's not ready. He's thinking that he's too immature for this. He's thinking, you know, um, to concentrate on his lifestyle a little bit better, things he does alone. Um, he's definitely totally not willing to delve deeply into his feelings about it. Um, he's busy. Uh, let's see what else he says. Uh, you're 
angry. You're angry. And he won't be able to go out and socialize. Like what he says you think he wants, you, what he thinks you want is you, you want him to not be able to go out with anybody. No fun, no anything. And he's like, I don't think so. But he does want the relationship. So my feeling is that he loves you. And aside from his griping, aside from his nonsense, which he will give you for a while, he is coming back. Definitely. There you go. He is. But he's going to, for a while, give you a hard time. Because he's going to want to push you to the very, very limit of your patience to see if you really mean it. And then when he finds out that you really do, he's going to be like, okay, fine. And that's what he's going to do. So he's coming back. Um, Oh, okay. So I missed the first break. And I'm going to take a break now. And we'll be back. And let me see how many I can get through before we have to leave for this week. You're listening to the BBS Radio Station Network. And Dina Bannock and Meta Mondays will be right back. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Adina Bannock with the BBS radio station number one. And you're uh, listening to Meta Mondays. So today, if you've just joined us, we're doing all free reading questions. And let's see who is next. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. This is for AI. AI says, an ex has contacted me after 28 years. He is now married. I am single. We have met up a few times and speak regularly. What are his reactions? Oh, no, what his reasons for contacting me again? I have started to get feelings for him again, and I am setting... Am I setting myself up for a downfall? Does he still love me deep down? And um, I asked for her name and I asked for his name, which I am not going to divulge, but I will say that his name begins with a T and her name begins with an A. So I am going to ask what he feels about her Or, more to the point, why? You know, why after 28 years? Okay, T. Why? Mm -hmm. No, no. Why, why, why? Okay. Uh, interesting. Go ahead. Hmm. Okay. Immediately, I can tell you that he has. Let me get one more on the the that past though. 
Mm-hmm. I believe that when he was with you, and it, I know it was a long time, but it's when he was with you, he, he says that things were so easy. They were the way they should be. He felt that you were both, you got along so well. He also felt that, I don't get this. He felt that it might be his fault that he behaved, that he didn't go the the mile for you at that time, that he did not, um, he didn't, he didn't aggressively go after you and that there was a lot of misunderstandings and that he might have, yeah, he might have carried on a little bit uh, socially and he shouldn't have and that, um, yeah, that he might have done that. He wants to make things right between you. That much I'm clear on. He does. He wants to fix his side of the street, as some people say. He wants to move on to something more important. He's very unhappy with his home. And I don't know whether that's his home life, his home, but I do know that he wants to speak the truth. Um, underneath this reading, he's telling me that money is a great issue for him. And at the same time, he is looking for a new way to start his life. He is saying that he's thinking of getting out of, I don't want to say his marriage, but I will say that something happened in his marriage to make him or her feel that they were one or both were betrayed. And I think he is fleeing to the person that he hurt and he wants to make it better. And that happens. That happens a lot. So I'm looking at what he wants as an outcome. And he hasn't decided that. What he's doing is trying to get over the devastation of what's happening now for him by, by clearing up the feelings and the issues that were with you. Do you understand it's kind of like, I get that. If you carry something around from someone else for so long, you end up taking it from relationship to, to relationship. And I know that. I know that. I did that myself with someone um, that I had dated when I was, oh God, 27. <laughs> 27. And five years ago, we connected on Facebook and I got the opportunity to just 
let out all my guilt and let it all out. And he, he just said, don't worry, don't worry. It was fine. It was fine. And it, it was like it all went away. It all went away. It was amazing. It all went away. So um, I think that's basically what he's doing. And he is looking to heal, looking to heal, looking to heal. Um, I think something about his children, something about his wife, his lifestyle. Hold on. And I have to be honest with you. He's going to feel one of them is giving him a financial difficult issue and he doesn't have a choice and one of them is the woman he loves I don't know which that one's going to be yet but I do think hold on a second I guess I have to know let's go is it okay come on come on scared he's scared he's scared um he's being very you know rational um he's he's very unhappy at home but what i'm getting is that he doesn't want to make any promises he can't keep what he's looking to do right now is um okay mhm he wants to start something with you but he oh god but he doesn't but he doesn't want it to be uh, he doesn't want it to be something that's not genuine do you do you understand he wants it to be genuine and he's trapped in in what he is in and he and it's all about money and long-term security one of the good things i get about him is this he wants to start over. He's having a hard time only, only with children, only. And that's it. And the money, yes, and the money. But he is a deep person. He's going to think about what he wants. And you asked, does he love me? My answer is yes. So there's a tremendous amount of hope there. Sometimes there isn't. And I have to tell someone that. In your case, there definitely is. So thank you for writing in, and I hope that makes you feel better, A. Okay, now let's go to our next question. Oh, no time. No, okay, everybody. So guess what? Is this the last week in um, June? I think so. I think that's right. Next week is July 1st. And I don't think I have anybody set up. I will be here. So I'll be live. I don't know if you're, no, it's July 4th. I'll be here. We'll be live. And um, I don't know if I'll have a guest or not. If I don't, I might do free readings again with a little bit of a topic. So join me, please. And our number to call in, of course, is 888-627-6008. Write me at askadina at gmail. And I am open for free, for private readings at askadina.com. And I'm having a June special half off on all readings. 
So give me a call or write me at the website and I will see you next week. Love you. You're listening to the BBS radio station one with Meta Mondays, Adina Vanek. Thank you.